Welcome to the Bright Leaders Podcast. I'm Kelly Bartley. For the month of November, we are teaching about kings and times of trouble. Last week, we learned about God's promise to David. And this week, we will learn about the building of the temple from 1 Kings chapter 6 and 8. The bright idea of the lesson is this. God wants a relationship with us. When we left off, God had redirected David's plan to build a temple and revealed his plan to build an everlasting kingdom through David, which God fulfilled years later through Jesus. Today, we pick this story back up with David's son, Solomon, who is now the king and is building a temple for the Lord. As the temple was being constructed, the word of the Lord came to Solomon. God promised him that if he walked in his ways, he would establish Solomon's kingdom forever, as he had promised to David. He promised to live among his people and never leave them. When the temple was complete, they brought the Ark of the Covenant into it. Solomon's prayer to dedicate the temple is the longest recorded prayer in the Bible. Solomon celebrated what God had done in the past and looked forward to what God would do in the future. Solomon asked God to help his people fully devote themselves to God forever. Through this story, kids will learn that Solomon built a magnificent temple for the Lord. The temple was a place of worship and a symbol that God was with his people. God's home is in heaven, but he also wants to live with us. God wants to live and dwell among his people. Our memory verse from 1 Kings chapter 6, verse 13 reminds us of this, as God says, And I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. God wants a relationship with us, which he made possible through Jesus. And God sends his Holy Spirit to live and dwell with every follower of Jesus. This month's leader training topic is group discussions. In your role of leader, you have a chance to cultivate a trusting and engaging space for kids to listen and to share in your group discussions about God and his word. This week, we are focusing on affirming participation and responses. During your group discussions, your response to what is shared impacts the level of safety kids feel as well as their eagerness to engage in the conversation. More specifically, your commitment to affirming the participation of the kids and their responses can help to create a welcoming environment for kids to show up with their thoughts and their feelings. Affirming participation simply means that you look for moments to express gratitude for sharing of the group. For example, you might say something like this, Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and ideas. It's wonderful to hear from each of you. Affirming the responses of kids is a bit more complex. It may feel like a simple task if you agree with what is shared, but more complicated if the answer is incorrect or you disagree. In these cases, you may say something like this. That was a good try. This is a tricky one. Hmm. Let's think about it. Or you could say, 
Thanks for sharing. I appreciate that you shared what you were thinking. What did the rest of you think? As kids experience your enthusiasm around your participation and their responses, they will feel more comfortable to take risks and engage with the group. Thanks for listening. See you next week. The Bright Kids Leader Podcast is powered by Awana. Because of your generous donations, we partner with 62,000 churches in 130 countries, raising up resilient disciples. In the show notes of this episode, you can learn more about Awana, including information about our other podcasts. This podcast is hosted by Kelly Bartley and produced by Marlon Washington. Go to brightcurriculum.com to learn more about how today's kids are the bright future of the church.